Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a podcast about current events shaping our world for kids and families. This is your host Sangeeta from India and every Monday and Friday I'm joined by a curious child from anywhere in the world and together we explore a new story which could be in science or sports or business or even entertainment. I'm really excited about today's episode. It's our 50th and I'd like to thank all our listeners, both kids and their families for all the warmth and the wonderful feedback that's been pouring in. I thought I'd read aloud one of our listener emails from 12-year-old Rahul Agarwal in Dubai. Sangeeta auntie, I like your podcasts because there are riddles and interesting stories. When my mother drives me around, I immediately turn on your podcasts where I can have fun listening to other children talking. Because otherwise, my mother would start quizzing me on countries and capitals or she'll make me do mental math. Thank you so much, Rahul, for your email. I'll take every bit of that as a compliment. And without much ado, let me introduce all of you to my young co-host today. Hi, my name is Shriya. I am nine years old and I am from India, Bangalore. Hi, Shriya. Welcome to the show. If there's one thing that you'd like all our listeners to know about you, what would that be? That would be that I love books and I'm really good at table seven. Wow. So do you read the news or listen to it anywhere, Shriya? I sometimes read the news, but I mostly listen to this podcast. I love the uh, 49th episode of We Are Goggles. About the virtual reality goggles. What excited you about it? I really liked how it would reduce the pain because once I I have I my teeth are really bad and I have to get braces, jaw expander, and I had to remove my teeth. That was really painful. So maybe if you wore virtual reality goggles, your pain would reduce. Exactly. Wonderful. Shall we jump into today's topic? Yes. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how cities and the places we live in might look in the future. So, shall we begin today's episode with a small riddle for you, Shreya? Yes. I'll give you three hints and you'll have to guess what place I'm talking about. The first hint is, it's the birthplace of a food called Rava Idli. The second is that this city has the highest number of churches, mosques and temples within the same city. And the third hint is that it's also the city with the most amount of traffic in India. What city am I talking about? I'm trying to decide between Mumbai and Bangalore. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. You know, Rava Idli, have you eaten it either in Mumbai or in Bangalore or in both places? Uh, Bangalore. So what is the answer? The answer must be Bangalore. Now, have you visited many cities? Yeah, sometimes. So basically, I uh, once visited Mumbai, Indore in Madhya Pradesh, Delhi. And if you don't know, there's this place called Rishikesh. Oh, wow. Rishikesh. Hmm. I visited there for a holiday. Lovely. Now, if there's one thing you 
really liked about cities what would that be in indore i really liked like um i i live in I like when i go to indore i go to my daddy's house every morning uh i go down with her sometimes to the temple that's the temple beneath her building and there um sometimes there are these um, vegetable sellers they shout and then they say vegetables they say in english hindi If you had to change any one thing about Indore, what would that be? So maybe uh, that there are really less shops that have marshmallows and junk. So I want more of that. <laughs> Good choice. So the one thing you want to change is bring more junk food. So I asked a few kids around the world this question, which is. If you had the power to rebuild the way cities are today, what would you do? Hi, this is Isha. And if I had the power to change or rebuild my city, there are probably two main things I would do. I would rebuild the roads to be smoother, cleaner, without potholes, and to be more free to stop the traffic. Another thing that I would change is the allocated parking spots for each stores that I've been to. Whenever I go to a store, proper parking spots are not allocated for everyone. So, I would rebuild multi-complex parking spaces for bigger shops and small areas for the smaller ones. Thank you. This one's from 14-year-old Keshav from the US. So, um I I'd probably add more trees where it's possible like in empty places or like abandoned buildings maybe add solar panels on like towers and stuff probably add some barriers to certain roads that are really narrow so then nobody falls off if i asked you this question you know if you had the power to rebuild bengaluru all over again what are the things you would like to do shreya like wipro park i would make many more parks so there would be lots of greenery and there would be solar panels so houses so they would save electricity and every year the new year i would shower chocolate how lovely okay and where would these chocolates come from helicopters flying above Yeah, helicopter into the plane. A Roger. Chocolate craving spotted. Permission to proceed with the airdrop. Yay! I love chocolate. Brilliant. I love your ideas. We're now going to talk about stories about three cities in the world that are changing the way people are living their lives now and you tell me how much you like their ideas the first story is about a city but before i tell you the name of the city i'm going to give you a tiny riddle and see if you can guess this it's a favorite food for kids they love to have it just like that or sometimes with burgers and it's made with super yummy potatoes what is it is it french fries yes it is Mmm, yummy. The country that I'm talking about is France and do you know what the capital of France is? Paris. Yeah. So the first city we're going to talk about is Paris. But before I get there, I've got a very interesting story about french fries. Do you know which country or the people of which country invented french fries? Uh, French. That's what we all think, no? 
but it was not the French. Uh, there's a small country called Belgium, which is very close to France. So the story goes that about 400 years ago, all the lakes in the country froze. So the people who lived in Belgium, they just couldn't get any fish, which was their staple food. And then they went around the ground and they dug out a lot of potatoes and put them in hot oil. And what did they get? French fries. So the Belgians were happily eating French fries for nearly 300 years without anybody else in the world knowing about it. And then a couple of world wars happened and there were some Americans who happened to be in Belgium and they saw when they visited Belgian houses, there was this amazing smell coming out of their pot and they started tasting the French fries. And so the American soldiers took this super awesome recipe with them to America. And that's how the rest of the world got McDonald's, KFC and French fries. How do you like the story? Would you like fries with that? It was really interesting. I loved it. Now we'll come back to how the city of Paris wants to change the way the city is. A few years ago, the city of Paris realized that the air was very polluted. The noise levels were very, very high. They decided that they had to do something about it. And also Paris is going to be hosting the... The Olympics. My mom said she promised to take me there. Now, if you have guests coming home, what do you do? We cook food and we make dec- decorate the house and uh, put mats on the dining table and take out the fancy glasses, plates and bowls. So Paris, which is going to be hosting the next Olympic, also wants to do something that will make the city look really really pretty. What would you do if you were the head of the Paris planning committee? Since you said that Paris was really polluted and the noise levels were up, then I would make sure that the pollution would go down and we would use solar panels and make many more parks so then when the people who were participating in the Olympics come, they would really like it because it was green and maybe they could also put lights around the city so at night it will look really pretty. The Paris planning committee head, I think, has looked inside Shriya's head and he's also got very, he or she has got very similar ideas. Oui. So what they've done is they've taken several important streets in Paris and they've said that in these streets, they are not going to allow the entire road or the space available for cars to fly on. Instead, they're going to be taking away, I think in some places, half the road will be taken away. And those lanes will be available only for people who want to walk on the road or people who want to cycle on the road. And they will also create long stretches inside these lanes where trees will start to grow. By planting the trees, the, um, the trees will absorb the carbon dioxide and they will give cleaner oxygen. And by reducing the space available for cars, the pollution is less because cars pollute a lot. Cars, buses and transport. How do you like Paris's new plan? I like it a lot. But I think that they could add some lights also because that would look really pretty. Brilliant idea. So maybe the world that you live in, one of the changes that you might see is that there will be fewer lanes available on the roads for cars and more lanes for cycling and greenery. I like that.
The second story is about a city in a country called Sweden. Have you heard of Sweden? Yes. What comes to your mind? I think it's a cool place because whenever I think of Sweden, I think of warm blankets and hot chocolate. So I think it's cool. So the capital of Sweden is a city called uh, Stockholm. They are currently trying an even more radical idea. In many parts of the city, they are going to remove all the parking spaces in front of them. So where do you think they will shift all the car parking? May, or maybe then the car parking will be beneath the houses and the shops. Bingo! That is exactly the same idea that the Stockholm city planners have also come up with. I think many of them have looked into your head, Shreya. They're all coming with the same ideas that you have, no? Yeah! So Stockholm plans to move several of its parking spaces underground. So now suddenly a lot of space opens up on the streets and the lanes in front of people's homes or even in shopping areas, right? Normally, in any city, who decides where the roads are going to be laid? Chief minister and his ministers? Yeah, no? The, the government of that country, all the people, the yeah. leaders, they manage, no? But in this case, Sweet Stockholm has decided that the decision of how to use these will be left to the people living in that neighborhood. So that gives the people the freedom to do something in the space that's beside them or in front of their houses. And if Shreya is asked, what would you like? I would make like a small park where there'd be trees and flowers and a small bench where people can sit and read a book. Maybe I could also make chocolate shops and marshmallows. Taking from Stockholm's idea of freeing up parking spaces, I just had another wild idea and I asked a few kids around uh, this question. If all people in the world had the magical power to fly on brooms, then we wouldn't need any aeroplanes, right? Yes. And we wouldn't need any airports also. Exactly. Then what would you do with all that airport space that's available? The airport space is really big. So maybe um, like in Bangalore, there are two airports, HL and the Kempagada Airport. The HL uh, is like right out of weapons and for Audi uh, Airport. So uh, I would make that into a big, big, huge green park with marshmallows and a junk food shop and a, I would even make a bookstore in the park which, ha which has over one million books. Whoa, I think no child is going to leave your park. Brilliant idea, I love your idea. Shall we listen to the ideas that some other kids have? Hi, this is Narain. If airports ever become unuseful, we can use those empty lands for greenhouses, donation centers, recycling centers, and parks. Thank you. The next one is from seven-year-old Adwik from India. If everyone fly on broomsticks and we don't need airports, then I will use the scrap material from the airports to construct a building bigger than the Burj Khalifa. That's my plan.
The third story for today is about a city in Spain. It's called Barcelona. Have you heard of a Greek god called Hercules? Yes. I don't know much. I just heard it in like... My mom reads a lot of books. So when I got like, when I got bored of reading all my books, I went to uh, her bookshelf and got a book. It was called Greek Mythology. And then it was a little about Hercules and he, how he was a god that I think many uh, pe- Greek people worship. Some people believe that this city, Barcelona, was created by Hercules. Anyway, so coming back to our story about how Barcelona is changing the way its people will live in its city. There was a lady. One day she was drinking water from a plastic water bottle. And after she drank water, she threw the water into the dustbin. Then she wondered, what do you think happens to this water bottle? She came up with an idea. Hmm, wait a minute. That gives me an idea. Have you seen National Geographic where people track whales and dolphins and lions and tigers? Like they use devices like a small chip attached to that uh, particular animal to track it on its on his, his or her computer. Same thing that you just described. This lady tried doing with her plastic water bottle. So she put a chip and she attached it to the plastic water bottle. She also wanted to find out what happened to the Amazon cardboard boxes once she threw them away. Where do you uh, throw your Amazon cardboard boxes? So we live in a community. So we just keep the uh, cardboard boxes outside near our dustbin where the, where the, like, the cleaning people will take it away and they take it away. But sometimes I ask my mom if I can keep it and I do some art and craft with it. <laughs> the eternal story of every child and mother. What do you think happens after it gets picked up from garbage bin near your house? Either um, they maybe uh, like go and put it into a trough daily where the truck will like um, put it uh, well, put it in a landfill or maybe they sell it to a recycling plant. So she wanted to track what was happening to her Amazon cardboard boxes. So she put a chip on that also and she started tracking it. And then she found the Amazon cardboard box went on a truck and from the truck it went on a ship. And from the ship, it went all the way to China. Why do we recycle cardboard? So that we don't want to waste it. That's one reason. Another reason is that we want to save energy in creating a new cardboard box. But when a cardboard box travels all the way to China, it takes way more energy than the amount of energy you would take to create just a new cardboard box. So she thought to herself, this is downright silly. We should have more recycling plants within Spain itself. And she went ahead and shared her idea with the government of Spain. They have created something called smart waste bins, which means many of the waste will have a chip like this and they wanted to track what was going on. I think it's a good idea so uh, that the, they attach a chip or a, like a camera to their waste so that they know what... Uh, what, where their face goes and if it decomposes or not, or if it takes up any energy or that it doesn't take up any energy 
or it gets recycled or it doesn't get recycled if suppose if my plastic bottle is not decomposed and was just rotting in there in the rat landfill i would if i would go pick it up and make a art and craft with it or i would uh, maybe uh, contact the government or make a protest like in india single use plastic is banned now but many people don't follow that they still use polythene and plastic bottles Yeah, maybe we should send all of them a smartphone alert, no? Every day, look, yeah. that single-use plastic paper in which you bought your fruits is still not decomposed. It's been three years and it's still sitting in the landfill. <laughs> Do you think people will behave differently then? I hope. Out of Paris, Stockholm, and Barcelona, what do you like the most? I really like Stockholm's idea because uh, I really like how they uh, like made uh, the car parking underground and they are using that space and they're allowing their people to decide what they can do with that space. And now we go to the next exciting part of this episode. What is that? Quiz time! Can I ask you three questions? Yes. Question number one: The people of which country invented the French fries? Belgium. Question number two: Which city wants to remove parking spaces on roads? and use them for fun things like a children's park stock up and the last and final question which city was the birthplace of rava idli and it's friday so we leave you with a fun and interesting riddle from shriya i'm a good friend of harry potter i'm very mysterious and during the battle of hogwarts my ear got cut off who am i if you found the answer to this riddle please record it and email it to us at hello@wsnt.in and that brings us to the end of this episode if you like listening to this podcast please leave a rating and a review because that makes it very easy for other listeners to discover us And if there's any curious child out there who would like to join me and co-host an episode just like Shreya did today, please write to me at hello at wsnt.in. Thanks for listening. <laughs>